0: The following program
1: is brought to you in living color on NBC.
2: Well, I tell, tell my wife, I'm like, uh, what's going on this weekend? While we're doing this, I'm like, all right, I got a show Friday night, and I got one set Sunday morning, and we're doing one tonight. And she's like, <laughs> how, how much money doing? are you getting for this? <laughs> yeah. Don't don't, don't, yeah. don't you have schoolwork to do? Uh, y- Yeah. Well, you better be doing it tomorrow while you're off from work. Yes, yes, Mom. Who's giving me money to do this? Shit?
3: Five years later, I'm still getting that same question all the time. Yeah, so when is this going to start making us some money? I'm like, Have you seen? Never.
0: Have, have you seen the
3: Amazon account? The money's rolling in, babe.
0: <laughs> yeah, I wish. Yeah. I'm still waiting for my microphone out of the deal. That'll be my first payment. And you guys, you know what? What the hell? Are you and Chris getting all these letters with all all these packages of comics? I get nothing. I get. Shit. I get
3: (laughs) nothing. What's up, We need to throw that out there then. We need to throw that out there. Paul Spataro needs some. uh,
0: I get nothing. (laughs) Boxes and
3: boxes of stuff. I get (laughs) I
2: I don't get That's the (laughs) the (laughs) this episode. Paul Spataro. You (laughs) got to edit that. Oh, by the way, uh, Scott, I bought the new Walking Dead book, The Fall of the Governor, Part 1. I was uh-huh. going to send it to Chris and maybe Sean Angle. Yeah, sure. Send three guess... copies of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Have you read the other ones?
0: Well, I read the first one. Oh, so you haven't I've read the Road to
2: Woodbury? The Would you like to be in the uh, in no, the? Club no, no, you because... don't, I don't want. I don't want nothing. I don't want nothing. Oh, now you don't want nothing. Now You don't want
0: nothing. I, want nothing. <laughs> you, you, I put out you. this show, God. Damn it. I want free. shit. <laughs> make up your mind which is it i definitely don't want (laughs) oh
2: well so much better i don't know you know what you poison
0: you give me a choice between and i'll take (laughs) (laughs) and there came a day unlike any other when earth's mightiest heroes found themselves united against a common threat on that day they became the avengers the invincible armored iron man Thor, Prince of Thunder, the Hulk, strongest hero there is, and Captain America, the first
1: Avenger. Assemble,
2: strong, as Avengers assemble! Ha, la 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 la. la. <laughs> Wait, who, who just belched? <laughs> that was perfect. It wasn't me.
0: That's because if I had your, belched, to... Scott, that's your Arnold. Really?
3: <laughs> Come on, he had to have burped in some movie.
1: I
0: can't think of one.
3: Probably knocked somebody down.
2: <laughs> with the I'm belch- belching. I'm belching. Ah, la, oh, oh. Burp. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Avenger Spotlight, episode 1.75. This is going to be our email episode.
1: What's this? A letter
2: for me a quick down and dirty to get caught up and then moving into our eventually episode two whenever we can find time to do that
0: uh we're gonna find time the, soon
2: yes and there, they right there you heard paul spataro i am dr bill and we have a special guest from the ether <laughs> are you out there <laughs> i'm channeling a spirit speak to me spirit oh stop it
0: no, I missed voice one episode. On the that voice is familiar. I know I've heard it in the past.
3: I missed one episode. One episode, <laughs> and now I'm a that special guest. Is,
2: that of course, no. I, that of course is Scott Gardner. He is not a special guest, but he is special. Just ask his wife. <laughs> Which that's 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 like the, that old joke, though, right?
0: Build a thousand bridges. Do they call you Scott the bridge builder? No. You suck one. Day
1: it's <laughs> scott the <laughs> suck
3: <laughs> oh
2: i'm not sure i want that left not. Oh, oh i'll i I'll, think I'll, I'll bleep it
0: <laughs> uh, i always thought that was a funny joke though
3: oh man what a way to bring a show in.
2: Uh, so, how's everybody Wait, uh, doing? Uh,
3: I'm I'm doing well, but I want to I want to address a, uh, a, a a a horrible oversight, something that that has been neglected, that uh, has been brought to our attention. That, you know, one of the reasons I've never made any, you know, I, I've never tried to disguise the fact that the the main reason I got into podcasting. Frankly, was uh, you know it wasn't for the fame and the fortune and the horrors and that sort of thing. It was strictly for the swag, the free shit that I could get people to send to me, right? And everybody's been awesome. I, I get more free stuff in the mail. I, I can't even tell you how much free stuff I've gotten in the mail lately. But you know, we were talking just before we got started with the show. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm feeling really bad for my buddy Paul here. You know, as as he so eloquently put it, he hasn't gotten <laughs> so. I really. <laughs> <I'm> putting, <laughs> I really use out, those words? I'm putting the call out. Paul needs. <laughs> so please, put- listeners, dig deeply. <laughs> And, and, and give till it hurts.
0: Now you know if if if, people, t- if if people want to take that literally, I will take you know a nightwing <laughs> a nightwing trade paperback of some sort.
2: No, 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 no. I believe your alternate was. <laughs> so well, that all make? needs all needs <laughs> <shit>. send freely. <laughs>
0: I think I said it in a much more refined and dignified way than that.
2: No, oh, what, no you I say think with I your pinky as well. Did you say with your pinky <laughs> raised in the air?
0: Yes. Yeah, mart- and a martini in in my hand.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Miss Money Penny, I need <laughs> right away. <laughs> you have a lot of bleeping to do here. No, nah, man, <laughs> this is getting the explicit tag all the way.
0: <laughs> uh. So, this is my last episode, guys. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, that was funny.
2: <clears throat> so, should we let anybody in on what our next, uh, what we're going to have for issue, uh, issue? episode two you know, I of think Avengers should, Spotlight? Or should we let it be surprised? surprise?
0: No, I think we should, and I'll tell you why. Because we're having two interim episodes before we get to the next one. If we had done one. And episode two was the next one we were going to do. I would say keep it under our hats until it came out. But since since people are sitting through the 1.5 episode, now they're sitting through the 1.75 episode, I say we just come right out and tell them
2: what we're doing. The Celestial Madonna Saga.
0: Da-da-da! Oh.
2: No. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> Weren't you there for the meetings?
0: What is I, it called? I it's called In the Corner. It's called Under the Siege. S- under, under the sea. Siege. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to recall the Disney trip. Little Mermaid. I did her. Oh.
3: Oh, you guys. You're still
0: recovering yes, be... from, from our Disney trip, aren't you, Scott? Say what? I said you're still recovering from the Disney trip. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's going to be the Under un, I almost said Under the Siege again. Uh, underseas storyline. So we're going to be covering that. Not quite sure how we're going to cover it. If we're going to tackle issue by issue, or just a broad overview. But that is what we're going to do next. And at the rate we're putting these out, maybe you'll hear that next year. Nah, we- now that's... What issues is that?
3: Just so we can give uh, the... You know, I can, I, that's alright, I can look it up real quick. I actually got my cover gallery open here. Let's see. That's something like... Isn't it like three seventy
0: something no, like oh, that
3: I believe it's earlier than that is it? I mm. thought it
0: was in the that's 270's
3: oh that's right I'm yeah I'm 100 issues ahead yeah I think it's 276 yes let's see here it's two two 273 through 277
0: so 4, yeah.
3: four Avengers, issues so, yeah 4 issues hmm. I've got five, oh, excuse issues. Me, five I've got issues. My two, mistake. My two two mistake. 273
0: two, two, through nah. 277.
3: Math not Yeah, it's good. Under Siege. And you know the funny thing about this is that you guys uh, picked this storyline to do. And you know, I, I I agreed. I mean I was very happy with the selection, but you got you know, I was not part of the selection process on this. By pure dumb luck coincidence. 273 was the very next issue I was going to read as part of my ongoing (laughs) attempt to make a complete read-through of The Avengers. Now, I stalled out on that a while ago because I'm on a different read-through project at the moment. But that's where I had actually left off was 272. So how weird is that? Well,
0: once again, everything's coming up, Scott.
2: (laughs) Everything's coming up, Gardner. (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's just a way it works. Somehow you were born under a lucky sign.
3: I guess. I just think that's cool. Just, you know. Could, yeah. Could I have, you as well.
2: You'll be great. Gonna go to Disney World on a date. Starting <laughs> here. Starting now, honey. Everything's coming. I'm, I'm, I'm rocking my arms back and forth for no reason. You, you can't even see this. Never mind. I'm done.
0: Well, I, I was just looking up to see what issues it was when, when you were looking it up, Scott, and I found it on a... Uh, it's The website is called Complex Pop Culture, and they have a wow. list of the 10 best Avengers stories of all time, and Under Siege is listed as number one.
3: Wow. Mm. Oh, they're picking a good one. That means we only have downhill to go from there. Great. <laughs> Uh, I have some no, I have some
0: ideas for after that, but I don't think we should get ahead of ourselves no. just yet.
3: No, that's fine. I think that works really well, too, because one of the things I, I feared doing, because we talked about a number of different episodes, that, or, yeah, I'm, now I'm doing it, a number of different issues or storylines that we wanted to do after the first episode, and a lot of them were early uh, issues of the series, and I was concerned that you know since we did the first issue in the first episode that we jumped way ahead in the storyline to to try to establish the fact that we were not going to be an index show or that we were not going to be focused on a particular era or incarnation of the Avengers that we were truly trying to look at the Avengers you know all of the history and jump all over the place I think this is a really good choice because it's you know boom right there and you know and with it being five issues, I don't know. We'll see how the
0: conversation goes, because you don't want to force things one way or the other. But ultimately this could be a two episode spanning review. Mm-hmm. If we go in if we want to go really in depth on it.
3: Yeah. Absolutely. Hmm. Well, do we want to go ahead and jump into the the meat of the episode on this one? <laughs> meat. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I think
0: Bill, you have the first email, don't you?
2: Yeah, yep, and that comes from our buddy Jason Trenner, who he was our first uh emailer to um Avengers Spotlight, and its t- subject is not spam Avengers Assemble. And uh Jason gets the no prize and that will not be in the mail for you. So <laughs> w- you guys re- and this is from Jason, you have that. Get- <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Those are Jason's exact words in his email. (laughs) (laughs) You guys really shouldn't be surprised at this email, given the Avengers are one of my favorite teams of all time. For me, it all started with Avengers 363 and Avengers West Coast 98. Very different eras than you guys picked. But still, it got me hooked and looking for back issues all the way into the 70s and trade paperbacks on the team. I got the soft cover trade of the first six issues of Volume 1, The Greatest Battles, and more. The only other thing in the Marvel Universe that matched the Avengers in collecting was the X-Men family of books. To this day, they still are the mainstays of my collection. And a side note to Scott's talking about looking into George Perez's work on the Avengers. I discovered in the trade paperback of his work with Roy Thomas on the Fantastic Four, one thing Perez cannot make look good, 1970s fashion. Even he can't make that. Even he can't make that not make the worst of it look like anything but really goofy. And given the sheer volume of costumes the man has drawn and made good, that says a lot, <clears throat> doesn't it? Not entirely Avengers-related, though. Johnny Storm is the only member of the FF not to have had some, st- stum- bleh, some stint as an Avenger, but something I had to share. He's never an Avenger.
0: I don't think he ever was. Yeah, because yeah, I know Reed and Reed. Sue
3: was. Yeah, they were for a while, and Ben was with the uh, West Coasters, I believe, for a while. But yeah, I don't remember Johnny ever being part of the team. I I think that's Jason's point, actually.
2: Well, technically, we did have the Human Torch. Wasn't he in uh, Avengers West Coast? But yeah, the original, original one, one. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, and this goes to me and Bill. Which Avenger series are you trying to? to get for a bit cheaper there's going to be nine of them with the new money avengers coming out and yet oddly avengers west coast or a new version of that isn't one of the titles you know a book you know a book that having the story hook of being somewhere other than new york city the compound of that team has been rebuilt for the avengers academy and said book got canceled so nothing stopping a regular team from using the place i didn't know that that that's uh... hmm. Yeah, because there's a, there's a gap in my my newer Avengers. So, yeah, they were, I don't they were really using
0: re- it for the Avengers Academy, and then uh, they stopped, and now they have a Avengers Arena.
2: Oh, okay.
3: And
0: that's going to come to a close soon, and then they're going to be replacing that with something else, which I'm not sure what that is off the top of my head.
2: Yeah, well, going back to what he says about the series that I want to get cheaper, is I want to wait, and I'm going to get them. I've kind of made a, uh, worked out with my comic um my LCS to get the hard copies, um, you know, like on a sale or something. I'm going to go through and dig in, and fill plug plug my Avengers holes, so to speak. Well, that didn't sound good. <laughs> and, oh, I'll tell you what I want to see. Not expecting uh, you to be forced to do it. Half the time I keep bringing them up because Scott and Chris's memory is frankly crap. So one of the things <laughs> I keep suggesting does apply to this podcast and that's Who Avengers is this again? Volu- Who, would it, Who is what? this from again? Uh, this would be Jason Trenner. Not spam. <laughs> not spam. And that's Avengers Volume 2, issues 8 through 11, written by Walt Simonson with art by Michael Ryan. Not sure beyond my mentioning it that you guys knew when Robert Liefeld left Avengers that Simonson took over as writer. And I, I didn't remember that, so no, I, I did not know that. Or, I mean, I might have noticed it at the time when they came out, but... It didn't click in my head the story I think is an underrated gem and you guys will at least find it enjoyable well along the way maybe we'll check that out Avengers issue one what can I say it's the beginning of a team that has lasted 50 years and along with the fantastic cast it is it has shown that the Silver Age beginnings of Marvel heroes are a bit rough but fun at the same time wow you can see where Ultimate Hank came from if you take how Hank acted in this issue to the logical e- e- extreme. Oi, oi, Really? Oy. Uh, oi. I'm Jackie Mason. That does oy. not make Ant-Man look good. That makes you wonder why Janet put up with that shit. Well, the fact that he went completely crazy and had a new personality as Yellow Jacket when they did get married doesn't help things. Oy vey. <laughs> For which Micronauts... Is that the aardvark? Yes. You are correct, yes. Get it? And I, I think that was that John Biner that played the ant, although he sounded like Dean Martin. Uh could have been John Biner. I don't know for sure, though. It it definitely was not Dean Martin, even though they definitely tried
0: to do a Dean Martin voice. I'm gonna get the ant.
2: You keep <laughs> you keep reading, I'll look that one up. Oh. <laughs> okay, for which micronauts that Marvel can use? I, when did we, when did we mention my, I guess we did mention my, Micronauts in that episode, didn't we? That's been so long, so long ago in the past that we have bad memories because my memory's like crap! Like it's got to Chris. <laughs> when the hell were well, the Micronauts sh- in Avengers number one? I don't know. Did we mention that? Did we, maybe we mentioned the Micronauts. I, I don't know. I'm sure Jason will email and correct us. Uh, I'm going to interrupt you again. Okay, go ahead. According to
0: Wikipedia, Anthony in the Aardvark, the cartoon follows the attempt of a blue aardvark named Aardvark, voiced by John Beiner, impersonating Jewish comedian Jackie Mason, to mm. catch and eat a red ant named Charlie, also Beiner,
2: impersonating Dean Martin. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. And that was, uh, that was on the Pink Panther series of cartoons, wasn't it? Same yes, show? It was. Yes, it was. Okay. And that's your comic moment from Paul Spataro.
0: Thank
2: you, everybody. Have a great night. <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da. Send me. Oh, okay.
3: Okay. So... Sally Struthers can't be all that busy these days. I'm going to get her to start doing uh, Paul needs commercials. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> For just <laughs> ten cents a day. You could you know, get some, some
0: comic books. Thing.
2: Please. Paul <laughs> needs you know. You're right there. Feed the kid a sandwich, you fat <laughs> bitch. Oh sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we're getting way off track on this. Back to the micronauts, which I have no idea and don't remember discussing, but I'll read this. For which Micronauts that Marvel can use? Well, if they showed up in Cable's fight against Psycho Man storyline from Cable 37 to 39, then that's the ones Marvel created themselves. Though, oddly enough, Baron Kaza did menace Alpha Flight and Alpha Flight, Volume 2, Issues 10 through 11. And, man, you're going to have to refresh my memory, Jason, because I... Did you cut and paste this from another email? Because I honestly don't remember where we mentioned the Micronauts. Moving on. And I agree with Scott that yes, they could make an awesome ROM movie and include Icon, the space knight of the Annihilators, who was pretty badass herself.
3: Hell yeah. I'd be down for that shit. Take my money, Marvel. Take it! Did you guys (laughs) read Annihilators?
0: No, I haven't.
3: Oh, Uh, no. Good shit, man. It was really, really... You gotta read that. Take all of the supreme cosmic badasses of the Marvel Universe and put them all on the same team that's the Annihilators. It had um, Gladiator Beta Ray Bill had, right? Beta Ray Bill Did it oh,
2: have shit, GOM? <laughs> <laughs> it did not Goom. have GOM Goom uh, Hey I, I'm Goom Can I be an Annihilator too?
3: <laughs> <laughs> hang, on, hang on Silver Surfer was in here. there wasn't he? I think Silver Surfer was in there. Hang on. I'm looking it up here. I'll be able to tell you everybody that was in there. Silver Surfer. I want to say Quasar, I think. Open, damn it. Please stand by.
0: Dun, 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 dun,
3: uh, Icon, dun, of course, dun, 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 was in there. Who? Mm-hmm. There was a backup feature with uh, Groot and Rocket Raccoon. Ronan, the accuser. Ronan, Cosmo. Ronan, Ronan. Icon. Yeah. I thought the there were other members, but this, these are the ones that's showing in the... And the issue I'm looking at it had Ronan, Quasar, Silver Surfer, Gladiator, B- Beta Ray Bill, Icon, and Cosmo. And this book was freaking great. It was a it was two miniseries. There was one just called simply The Annihilators, and then there was a second one called Annihilators
2: Earthfall. And uh, I can't remember Cosmo. who it was. Was somebody Cosmo the dog. told me?
3: Th-
2: it was yeah, a Cosmo. Oh, I thought it was. I thought it was Cosmo from the Fairly Odd Parents. Never mind.
3: <laughs> somebody had. Uh, told me that this was really bad but i read it and loved it i thought it was really good and the art's fantastic too you become such a cosmic yes, guy you used to hate the I cosmic what, I, I did i did and uh but ever since i started to get into both uh, but now uh he likes annihilation it. He likes it. and and yeah exactly annihilation and rom i like this because in a lot of ways, I see this whole Annihilation storyline was uh, something of a, a direct continuation of storylines from Rom. And Icon definitely was, because they went to Galador and, and got her, and she's like, she's basically female Rom, is what she is, because they can't use Rom, but they're using all the elements. Basically, they're using every element from the Rom storyline, except Rom himself, because they've had... You know, his wife was in the story. Galador is featured several times into the whole Annihilation thing and, and all that. And finally, he brought uh, in.
2: Hmm? Have you by any chance checked out Infinity, Scott?
3: Lately? I started to. I, I, I got the first issue and I started to read it. And when the Galadorians showed up, I was like, all right, this tells me one thing. I need to stop reading right now. I need to stop screwing around and finish ROM. Because as much of a fan as I am, I still haven't finished the, the whole story. So
2: so um, do you I'm know what hiatus. the outcome
3: is? I do not. So I'm, I'm all right, on, never mind.
2: I won't you know, say
3: anything. I'm on hiatus from reading Infinity until I actually finish reading ROM. And then I'm going to go back and, uh, and start digging into that. Because I want to be all caught up on all storylines before I get too far in it. Because so much stuff has been spoiled for me now. Because I know who ROM marries in that story, which has kind of affected my reading of Rom. Wasn't, wasn't it Liz Taylor?
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh. at, at one point. <laughs> Who would play so, Rom in a movie? Arnold.
3: All they'd have to do is have somebody voice him because, you know, he's you know, you never really see you know anything but the robot, you know, the, the cyborg body, so they just need a voice. Jim CGI
2: <laughs> go he's, golly. Too, he's too busy playing goom he could do two roles take that rom take that goom
0: kind of like john Biner doing uh <laughs> the ant on the go.
3: somebody that we would be talk. really good at delivering that like you know whatever you want to call it like shakespearean style you know dial you know marvel dialogue like that i'm thinking somebody like uh it's that guy with the weird name, Vito, or whatever, from the Lord of the Rings movies, there that was well, the, the, the King Vigo
2: Mortensen. Yeah, isn't he on the Hyundai commercials now? Is that him Is on the really? Hyundai? Is he? I, I, I don't know. I don't, I could be wrong. I have not lo- looked in. You know, the one I'm ta- talking about, right? The Walking Dead Hyundai commercial with a guy standing there, and he's like, Oh, no. you've, you've, you know, no. you're surviving we- the apocalypse, blah, blah, blah.
3: We record The Walking Dead and then fast-forward through all commercials, so I I do not know which commercial
2: you're talking about. Uh, Well, pause it next time you see this old guy standing in front of this tricked-out Hyundai with, like, machine guns and flamethrowers on it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Keep it in mind.
2: And back to the letter. uh, Back to the email. Yeah, I'd love to see you guys cover Joe Casey's Earth's Mightiest Heroes miniseries. I'd also love to see you guys cover Avengers one and a half, which hey. we already have. It's like <laughs> Never we, happened. we planned ahead. Well, you weren't there for that. but uh, And as a bonus, we did Avengers number 71 from 2003. We kind of went into a second discussion on that. So, And there's, there's a lot of dangling participles in that as, uh, well, I guess many of you probably already heard. But anyway. I don't want to hear about your dangling participles. Or your man thing. That has the founding Avengers against Dr. Doom, but uh, not sure how it fits in with Kat's, uh, Cap's team fighting Dr. Doom, but it'd still be the first time that the team had battled him. Now for something obscure that is Avengers-related that you can cover when Quasar encountered the star brand. After all, there is a star brand that is a member of the Avengers team now. Yeah, that's that was leading up to Infinity that they brought that in. The main team, given there is going to be nine Avengers books, so I figured I might as well be specific. You guys got plenty of Avengers stuff to cover, and I'm sure it will be fun, and I'll be there listening and less creepy than Uto. Uto. U- 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 uh, I can't. Watch Man, what is it? What watch? I don't want. I don't want to. You want <laughs> I hope. Jason Track. <laughs> 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 quite a mouthful jason do i get the next one yes uh yeah yes yes next and one's... that is uh david what? pascarella
0: yep my buddy david who i met at new york comic-con and just recently did the new york comic-con back to the bins recap with me and uh dario gonzalez so that's
3: the one that's the one i was listening to and, and it got cut off on me that's the one okay with david not with scott okay well we'll Okay. <laughs>
1: <So> David <laughs> writes in.
0: David writes in. He writes, Dear Scott, Paul, and Dr. Bill, yesterday at work I listened to episode one of your new Avengers Spotlight podcast. Congratulations on another success. While I have never read an issue of the Avengers, as I am mainly a <laughs> DC fan, I have seen all the Marvel movies and was certainly not disappointed with the show. As a novice in the world of the Avengers, I found the show to be informative and very entertaining. I have pretty much how did much, that happen? It's <laughs> yes, pure pure dumb luck. I have pretty much reached the opinion that you gentlemen could do a podcast on the Farm Report, and it would be compelling listening.
3: Funny you should say that, David, because the very next project that we were just kicking around—pork bellies—you <laughs> <laughs> know what? Actually, I just thought of something. I joke. But, you know, I think it was Paul not long ago kicked around the idea jokingly of a get off my lawn cast. And the more (laughs) I have thought about that, I really like that idea and have actually been formulating suggestions for uh, for what that show could be. I think that I don't know about its own separate show, but maybe a segment of like Back to the Bins you know, kind of like how we do, you know, real life with Dr. Bill, have a have a get off my lawn segment of back to the bins. I think that could be a lot of fun. That could I don't be. know, you guys write in and tell us what you think.
0: Since what the we are you doing arts, again? Like
3: the- I'm sealing up the breaking. bag.
0: Don't, you know what? Yeah, just go ahead and do that cuz nobody hears it. It's fine. <laughs> All right, just to, to finish David's letter, keep up the great work and thanks for hours of entertainment that often help me through the workday. Sincerely, David <laughs> A. Pascarella, Staten Island, New York. I'm glad to That's help right, David this, through this his workday.
3: the Statue of Liberty,
0: day. right? It's not too far from the Statue of Liberty. And the ferry that takes you from Staten Island to the tip of Manhattan where you go to the Statue of Liberty is now free.
2: Fabulous.
1: <laughs>
3: oh, Sorry. <laughs> See, and I resisted I was just thinking they like to be called Gay people, Paul, but I didn't say it And then you do that
0: <laughs> I'm totally lost here <laughs> Oh, man <sighs> Where, where, am I, where am I lost? Please explain to me, somebody. <laughs> get, me
3: out of, get me out of this malaise. It, it started a couple of years ago when somebody said, hey, would you like to be on back to the bins? It all started there. <laughs> I can blame
0: you for everything.
1: Everything that's gone <laughs> wrong in my life
0: oh, in the last two years is your fault.
3: <laughs>
2: it got worse when you invited me.
3: <laughs> do I, I have the next one, right?
2: Uh, yes, yes, you do. Maybe well, when okay. I listen to this one day, I'll get that
3: joke. our next one here is from jason sandberg and i'm glad that another one came up with jason because it reminds me of in the other email episode that we just recorded there was a letter from jason and i meant to ask you guys i don't remember this name is jason new to us or is he written into us before i believe jason is new to us i think he's new to us he included a little link down here at the bottom to a website bearing his name, and I looked it up. And uh, I like the artwork that's on that site. Well, welcome so to the right, back to the bins family, Jason. There you go. So he just uh, his subject is simply Avengers Spotlight first episode. It says Scott uh, Scott Paul and Bill. You see who gets top billing in these emails too? Yeah, I it's, it's it.
0: apparently it's Scott.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he says, "Congrats on a fun first episode. Hey. Give me a break. I've been drinking through the entire recording, and we've been uh, sitting here, what, three uh, hours now? So. I'm sorry,
0: but somewhere
3: along the line, you became Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, Paul, and Bill. I am going to say a very un-Disney word to you in just a minute. I think you've been <laughs> since, saying very un-Disney word since we started, <laughs> started recording this show. He says, while I love Pad Smash and FCTC, I'm glad that you guys are avoiding an index format uh, for this podcast. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I am, too, because I don't know if I could slog through those early issues of Avengers again. He says, uh, you asked for feedback on how the show should be formatted. And as a member of the podcast brigade, I'm answering your call. To keep things fresh, I think each episode should jump to a different favorite multi-issue arc. Example, one show could be the Supreme Count Nefarious Saga, covering issues 164 through 166, giving each uh, uh, each of you one issue to uh, synopsize. I like that idea. It says, your Avengers show is an offshoot of Back to the Bin, so I think you should honor that format, as it was quite successful on your recent Wolverine miniseries episode. Longer arcs, the Korvac Saga, the Siege of Avengers Mansion. Hmm... Mm-hmm. Could be broken into two parts, or you could lasso in Mike Bailey at all. He says, keep jumping around and keep it fun. And again, that's from Jason Sandberg. So thank you very much, Jason. And uh, write in tell me what's going on with these websites. I'm just curious what I'm looking at here. Some cool-looking stuff. I like the artwork. Hmm. Who's got the next one?
2: That's Dr. Bill. Oh, Oh, sorry. I was looking at Jason's art.
0: I like huh? to look
2: at art, man. it depicts you, buddy. <laughs> and this is from Mr. Jack Kennedy, And the subject is Avengers Spotlight, number one. Not spam, fellas. Episode one of the Avengers Spotlight was an absolute hoot. Great show. Hoot. God, now I'm going Scottish. The hoot. <laughs> Scott. The appeal of us oh, wait, no, that's no. Everybody. The haggis is in the fire. Shut <laughs> up! He's got a big head. It's a huge. Wait, that's Arnold. That's Scottish Arnold. <laughs> Scarnold. Hey, laddie, Scottish Arnold. Yeah, come on. Ah, yeah. I think
3: now's a great time to announce that hiatus I've been <laughs> about taking from podcasting. Uh, could you imagine Arnold and Braveheart?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> they can't freedom. take your lives, your freedom. <laughs> freedom! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Look, my half my face
2: is blue. <laughs> I'm a smurf. <laughs> Come on, what's wrong with you? Get out there and fight, you pansy man!
1: I just take on the whole arm. army myself.
2: It ripped my body in half, for God's sakes. What's wrong with you? Scott, the appeal of shrinking characters like Ant-Man and Wasp is that the hero needs to use his brain because his power is not nearly as useful as everyone else. Which, which is the same thing for somebody who has no superpower.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> use his brain and become a giant superhero instead of a puny-ass one.
2: Notice that the classic shrinking guys, Hank Pym and Ray Palmer, are both super smart.
0: That's like uh, the new hero, Super Asthma Man.
3: <laughs> See, I'm going to I'm gonna stop you right there. If they're so super smart, then why do they shrink down to the size of something that's easily stepped on? <laughs> I don't think that's smart. Okay, I'm just saying. <laughs>
0: you create a whole superhero, of a, a whole super team of, uh, you know, you got Super Asthma Man, you got Diabetes <laughs> Boy. <laughs>
2: Iron Lung, <laughs> the, iron <lad>. lung. <laughs> the Iron Lung. The Iron Lung.
1: Hold
0: on, hold on. We gotta all use our brains because the four, or five of us can't even leave this room.
2: <laughs> iron Lung can only go as far as the board. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> the iron lung can only go as far as the extension cord.
0: Yeah. Rascal lady,
2: <laughs> 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 hold on, I'm coming.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <sighs> <sighs>
2: <sighs> I, I,
0: I, you know, I apologize. I apologize to all people with
3: ailments and handicaps. But
2: Who have we not offended in this episode <laughs> so far? I don't think I, I'm it...
3: keeping a list and it's pretty much checked off. Wow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's The lame of the superpower, the more appealing he is, according to Luke.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Here comes Morbidly Obese Boy. <laughs> hey, watch it. I'm Morbidly Obese Man. <laughs> <laughs> go get him, anorexia.
2: <laughs> she could slide into the door. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> all right.
0: Uh, <sighs> back to non offensive things.
2: <laughs> Having read pretty much all of his Silver Age stories, I can tell you that Hank Pym is a ton more interesting as Ant Man than as Giant Man. What? <laughs> because, hey, I'm just reading. Because Giant Man is just another bruiser strong guy, like a bajillion other superheroes. Aside, why is domestic abuse so amusing when it's Hank and Janet? Because
0: it's funny. He hits her.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I thought we were
2: going to go there. <laughs> the domestic abuse, man. Uh <laughs> I told you to get on the
1: ant. Come on. Damn it, Janet. Uh,
0: anybody anybody oh, oh listening Lord. anybody listening, at least you know we're having fun. <laughs> <laughs> I, I take back everything I've said in the last couple of months about how Scott reels us in and keeps us from getting too silly. Oh That's man. because we got him
2: drunk.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man.
2: <clears throat> as far as the Hulk being a founder, there was a great bit in Avengers finale about that, as the various Avengers reminisce about their favorite lineups. Tony Stark talks about the founding, including the Hulk. He compares them to the Beatles, <laughs> saying that even though Hulk was only with them for a short time, they took the world by storm, and he never forget that the Hulk is, what, Pete Best? Pete Best, maybe Tony <laughs> Sheridan. <laughs> I just picture the Hulk with the Beatles' haircut now. <laughs> she loves you, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Is it the Hulk or Arnold. <laughs> Arnold <sighs> as the Hulk, as <laughs> a feudal. <field.
2: laughs> <laughs> I thought that it was a nice touch <laughs> to put over the originals. Some suggestions for topics to cover: uh, to cover <laughs> domestic abuse. Oh wait, no, that's we in there. Add. He gets there. We should, we should not cover any. Oh, it? okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Ah, the Avengers, Defenders, War. That whole bit with Didn't Thanos. Didn't you cover
3: that, Paul, on... Uh...
0: Comic book page, yeah, I did. Yeah. Which, mm. I, I love that that setup. So, I mean, if you guys wanted to cover it, I'd have to sit back a little bit and listen more than I contribute, but
2: I'd be interested in hearing your take on it. <clears throat> that whole bit with Thanos and Captain Marvel by Jim Starlin? Mm-hmm. The Kree, the Kree Scroll War, of course? Mm-hmm. No. mm Mm-hmm.
3: <clears throat> Hulk mad. No, there's some the nice tr- art on that, but boy, I think that story is overrated. I just gotta be honest.
2: The trial of Yellow Jacket, mm
3: hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: The Masters of Evil invade Avengers Mansion, mm hmm. That one where Hank Pym goes all inner space inside the vision. That's really part of the Kree Scroll War, yeah. Mm-hmm. Spotlight on classic bad guys. I'd love to do a show about my boy Kang personally. Oh, god, that'd be a multi part episode.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: An issue about, oh, this is interesting, I hadn't thought of. An issue about, an, an, an issue all about favorite covers. I like that idea. Mm. Avengers 262, Just Cause, Hercules versus Namor. That's a good story. Operation Galactic Storm. That's a good uh, story. That's a long story, if you mm-hmm. do all the crossovers. Avengers 400, a personal favorite, and many more. And finally, regarding the Avengers as the A-team, Okay, getting on the plane. <laughs> Thanks for the show. Really loved it. Looking forward to more. Oh, okay. P.S. I guess we did talk about ROM and the Micronauts. I I take that back. Because really,
0: we usually tend not to go off on tangents.
2: <laughs>
3: In what show?
2: <laughs> this is, Luke had a postscript. While I agree with Scott about ROM, Micronauts, etc., the Shogun Warriors are a different animal or robot. The robots used in the Shogun Warriors toy line and comic book are still being maintained and merchandised by their parent companies, much like GI Joe and Transformers. Unlike those properties, though, the various robots were drawn from numerous different TV shows. For the Shoguns, each robot each robot had a license separate separately had to be licensed separately for the comic. Hence why Marvel was unable to get Mazinger, Guy King, Dragon, Grandzinger, etc. Hell, they couldn't even use Leopardon, which was the giant robot used by Spider-Man in Toys Toy Toy Spider-Man TV show. So Is it while Leoparden
3: or Leopardon, I wonder. Is hmm? it Leopard?
2: I don't know if these names are old school. Yeah, well, it's late and you've been drinking, so. <laughs> So while I would love to see the Shogun Warriors make a comeback, it's unfortunately pretty much impossible. If anyone out there is interested in hearing about Marvel Shogun Warriors, please be sure to check out the Earth Destruction Directive Podcast, where the incredibly knowledgeable and good-looking host covers an issue of com- of the comic every episode. Did they get a new
3: course- host on that show?
2: <laughs> 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 and, of course, you can hear... Mr. Jacket at a on Earth Destruction Directive on the two two Franks freed. Oh, reference. And then he references Leoparden. If Marvel had any guts, the Superior Spider-Man story would have brought in Leoparden. Oh, and there's, uh, there's a Link there. Let's go take a look, everyone. Oh, interesting. Oh, I see.
0: <laughs>
2: and we're back.
0: Who's up next? I got the next one. It is from Brian Rosen, and it is titled Avengers Spotlight Requests. Bill, Scott, and Paul. I'm sorry? Yeah, I think Brian is new. I don't recall ever getting anything from Brian before. Thank you, and welcome aboard, Brian. No, no,
2: no, no. You didn't say that right. You said it should be Bill, Scott. (laughs) That's
0: right. Okay, let me start this one again. Bill, Scott, and Paul. I just started listening to your first episode. Congratulations on joining the ranks of podcasters everywhere. Okay, uh, I'm going to interrupt the letter right there. Uh, I've been doing this for about two years. Bill, you've been (laughs) doing it about a year and a half, I'd say. And Scott, you've been doing it for like 40 years, right? Yeah. So, you know, this show is new, and this is only our third episode, technically, even though it's not even up to episode number two yet. Uh, But I've been on about... I don't know, I'd say about 70 shows overall, and Scott's probably been like on at least 10 times that, or maybe 20. So, yeah, yeah, thank you, but we're not that new. (laughs) And, uh, I mean, Bill, you've been on it almost, not too long after I joined on, so you've been on close to as many as I have, plus the Walking Dead shows that you do, so we've probably done about the same amount. Yeah, I...
2: I I stopped eating track.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so I have too, but I know... It's a lot now. Yeah. Uh, I like the chemistry between the three of you and the idea that you're not planning to be tied down by a specific formula. As you said, this opens up the show to flexibility and input from listeners. Down the line, I'd be interested in hearing you guys cover the live action and animated appearances, cameos in other tunes including included of the Avengers... It's not often that the 1966 Marvel cartoons or Hulk TV movies get coverage recognition. I love the side references to Rocky and Bullwinkle, the Island of Silence tree joke, Benny Hill, and baseball play-by-play. Do you think you could do a riff on Who's on First Avengers style? Well, we've <laughs> been talking about doing a riff on on Who's on First, but not so much the Avengers style. We'll get back to you on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh Keep the bad one-liners coming. I don't think we do any bad one-liners, personally. <laughs> Just get the RimShot app or a usable sound effect. Thank you-, you for the hard work and entertainment, Brian. Thanks There's for the email, rimshot Brian.
3: RimShot app? We, got, we will have to check into that. Yep. I got the next one, don't I? You and, do. Uh, yep. <clears throat> Let's see here. Subject <laughs> is the first Avengers Spotlight, and this is from Chris Keith says here, gents, regarding Avengers Spotlight, okay, you take an already excellent show back to the bins, and then you do what? You sprinkle a little crack on it. I am so <laughs> on board with this show, and the first episode was great. I applaud everyone's suggestions for issues slash errors to cover, and let me second those that suggested that this show not be an index show. That would mean uh, that you would have quite a bit of suck in the '90s rage unbearded Hercules death cry. Oh come on, not all of that stuff's bad. Plus, if we, if it were a uh, an index show,
0: we probably wouldn't get to the '90s till the 2090s '90s anyway.
3: Yeah, no kidding, <laughs> yeah. no kidding. Um, yeah, I mean. I agree with him. There is a lot of suck in the 90s, but not all that stuff's bad. I would tell you one thing that really props up the Avengers during that time is that uh, Palmer, Tom Palmer, was uh, working on the art on that stuff. And that I think that helps immeasurably with that stuff. Anyway, he says, uh, I was reading an article this uh, morning that has prompted me to jump on the episode recommendation bandwagon. He says, with all the talk about Ultron this and Ultron that and the new movie and James Spader and whether Ultron will force Tony uh, into a life of male, prostito- uh, r- male prostitution, you know, for old time's sake, that gentleman is a less than zero reference. Sorry, I didn't get I,
0: I get know it. I know of the movie, but I've never
3: seen it. <laughs> yeah,
2: I yeah, don't yeah, think I have yeah, they they were both in it. Oh, okay. Yeah.
3: Since I thought, why has everyone forgotten the original Ultron tale? Yes, I'm talking about Avengers uh fifty four and fifty five. I would love to hear you cover it in its awesomeness. That's not a bad idea. I actually like all.
0: that story. Not at all. That is a good a good story. I would be up.
3: Wasn't there. that also?
0: It's- that's, that's when that jo- when Jarvis
3: turns turncoat
0: on them for uh,
3: he does, and I'm amazed that yeah. nobody ever references that because that's the sort of thing I wouldn't think you'd be easily recovered it's, from. you, it's, you know
0: because Jarvis's old mum was in the hospital and he was being
2: uh, wasn't he, that he wouldn't impersonate the crimson cow or he was the crimson cow He Cowl? was
0: the crimson cow, but then that's... it turned out that Ultron was the crimson cow. Mm.
3: yeah Now is that also first vision story?
0: Uh, I think the first Vision story is like the immediate follow-up to that, if I'm remembering correctly. It's been a little while since I read it. Yeah, me too. 57 or 59, I think. I think 57 is the first Vision issue.
3: It says, okay, in addition, I figured that I would also throw together a short list of five books slash runs that could be topics of future episodes. Feel free to make fun if the situation presents itself. So number one is Avengers 56 and Avengers Annual number two. Cap goes back in time to try to save Bucky, and then all hell breaks loose with the Scarlet Centurion in an alternate Earth. I like that idea. I like yep. that suggestion. Good with that Number one. Number two, Avengers 63 through 65, the first Clinton Barton as Goliath story. That could be fun just because his outfit was ridiculous, so that could be <laughs> a lot of fun. Uh, number three, Avengers 167 through 177, The Korvac Saga. I'd be down for that. I would say that's definitely a two-episode show at least. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Good stuff. Some really good stuff. Number four, Avengers 228 through 230, The Trial of Hank Pym. I just recently reread that, and that's, uh, that's not bad. That's a good story. I could be down for that one. And uh, I am fully prepared to put up a defense for Hank Pym as far as the whole domestic abuse thing. I, I I don't mind getting mileage out of that as a joke, but when people take that seriously, it really starts to piss me off. Like he was some sort of wife beater or something. He backhanded her one time in one story. And now while I'm not condoning that, it hardly makes him like a serial, you know, wife beater. It just.
0: And while I'm it, not it, condoning it in all reality,
2: she had it coming. <laughs>
3: If she had just done the sandwich like he asks, you know, she could have easily avoided the whole situation. So. A lot, Send a
2: all comments and nasty yeah. emails to Scott Gardner <laughs> and Paul Spataro at. A lot
3: of people
0: point out though that that there was an episode, an issue of Spider-Man where he backhanded Mary Jane, and nobody
3: nobody goes said off anything. on how he's a wife beater. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. she's a ginger. And she was pregnant at the time. Send all email to Phil Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and number five, Avengers 273-278, through The Siege of Avengers Mansion. Never heard of it. says, okay, that's enough shilling for content. I'm sure uh, that I would listen even if you guys covered issue 17 with the Minotaur or issue 18 with the Commissaire. I think we I found, I think we
0: found parts commissar. for Arnold to
2: play in the Marvel movie. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm the Minotaur.
2: <laughs> and, and then he comes in as the Commissar, and then they play uh, After Fire, the... <laughs> ha- Alaska, yeah, yeah
3: That commissar.
2: one? Issue 18 with a commissar.
3: Isn't that the one where Cap's shield is inexplicably destroyed, and then at the end of the episode, he has his shield back again with no explanation whatsoever? I don't remember that. I think it is. You might be wasn't right. The, but...
2: Wasn't the commissar in... Uh, wasn't he in an early X-Men villain? I, I thought know. I remember hearing it on Exasperations. I... The commissar... I or maybe know. it was some other C name. Whoops. I got it's
3: Aspirations. One. What is that? A show? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Never heard of it.
2: They're an index show of uh, the X-Men. Hmm. It's a ma- uh, married couple. Yep. It's I've pretty funny. It. Huh.
3: Says, if one of you liked them, I would bust balls mercilessly, but I would still listen. He says, (laughs) like Paul, I think Paul said, uh, said this regarding the Avengers origin. My first time reading Avengers one was from Marvel tales. Annual number two, the book, the book had the origins of the Avengers X-Men, Dr. Strange. And for some reason they threw in a Hulk slash ringmaster issue instead of Hulk. Number one, my copy was whipped to shit. Well, I'm glad to see that caught on. <laughs> I still I think I still paid five bucks. Okay, my mom paid five bucks in 1986 or 87. I didn't get completely hooked until I stumbled on the Under Siege storyline. I was half-ass collecting Cap at the time. Now that book, wow. I love the setup, love the Masters of Evil as an army, and I love the appearance of Thor. The only problem that I ever had uh, with it was the bald, fat guy. Yes, Dr. Druid. Of all the legion of Marvel characters, they make this guy an Avenger, and he essentially saves the day. He looked like Baron Mordo or Zarco the Tomorrow Man, and he's an Avenger. Uh, The one thing that could be worse than that uh, would be an underage kid chemically altered to make him appear older with a leather vest and a Mexican wrestler (laughs) mask and the name Rage. But Marvel would never do that. Oh, wait. Thanks a lot, Larry Hammer. Anyway, enough rambling. I eagerly, uh, I'm eagerly looking forward to the show. Thanks for all the effort put into an excellent presentation, and that's from Chris Keith. Thank you very much, Keith. Uh, Chris, that was uh, man. I can't even talk tonight. <clears throat> I gotta, I gotta say, I just gotta comment that I don't think Chris has ever
0: written an email in that I didn't enjoy. Yes. He, it's always, you know, not, not to insult our other writers, because, you know everybody adds something, but just to compliment Chris, I think he always gives something entertaining and usually something to laugh about in in the course of his letter.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. I
0: will
2: agree. Uh Uh-oh. Is that the last one? Yep. We are caught up on our email. Well, we only had one episode. (laughs) Wow. And we we got sidetracked with the Disney trip and all the episodes that came out, and then other things started up, and so... We're trying to get back on track, and uh, we'll have hopefully we'll have a regular schedule going soon. So, uh, this should be going up. Well, you should be hearing this sometime, and what do you think, Paul? This should be... Late November. Late November, yeah. So hopefully by... Uh, you should be hearing by December, we'll have the Under Siege episode started. Sweet. Christmas goodness. It's nothing
0: quite like somebody getting... Be- his brain's beaten and put into the hospital to just put you in the Yuletide spirit. <laughs> it's
2: beginning to look a lot like a coma every time.
0: Oh! <laughs> I think that's where we go out.
2: <laughs> Pericoma? <laughs> that's where we go out. <laughs>
3: Back to the Bins is produced in association with the Two True Freaks podcast, which you may find at www.twotruefreaks.com and is a registered trademark of Demanzo Corps of Milan, Italy. All rights reserved. Back to the Bins is a proud member of both the League of Comic Book Podcasts, which you may find at comicbooknoise.com slash league, And also the Comics Podcast Network, which you may find at comicspodcasts.com. Take a moment to stop by their respective sites and support their other fine podcasts, won't you? Thanks, and we'll see you next week.